we use dialogue uh, in our leadership lab and we follow the circular pattern of sitting where the student faces one another. Uh, this also creates a very clear, transparent communication. You don't need to hide yourself. You can express yourself without fear, without anxiety. And that itself breaks the monotony or I would say the fear that comes into communicating with one another. So dialogue has brought that into the classroom. Welcome to Dialogue Creates, more than talk, where we explore issues and solutions together through the lens of dialogue. Thank you for joining your hosts, Susan Taylor and Hitta Vanderpool. Hi, Susan. Hi, Hitta. Where are you? <laughs> That's a great question. I'm actually uh, podcasting live from uh, India from uh, Mumbai, Navi Mumbai, actually. I'm uh, currently have been visiting 10 days at, uh, and have been the guest of ITM group of institutions. And uh, I have some guests that are here as well. Um, so on my left side, it's uh, Dr. Lakshmi Mo uh, Mohan, sorry. And uh, on my right is Dr. Diti. And you have to help me with your last Raghavendra. Raghavendra. And so uh, these two lovely people have been facilitating this whole visit uh, together with me based on uh, bringing dialogue into education. And uh, I thought it would be great to invite them on our podcast and just share some insights and maybe some visions and ideologies that, uh, that they have and uh, their points of view on dialogue and education. So I'm very happy to bring them into this conversation with you. And um, wondering where you are, Susan, where are you? I'm in my office in South Carolina, very early in the morning, still dark outside. And I just think it's so cool we can all come together across many, many miles and oceans and whatnot. And uh, I'm so happy that we could do this. So thank you. Yes, it's great. And maybe uh, to start off, um, maybe you can do a, a small introduction uh, and uh, and just uh, step into the conversation, your view maybe on, uh, on dialogue and education. And uh, let's kick it off from there. Yeah. So hi, Susan. Hi, good to see you. Yeah. We have been feeling your presence all these days. When he has been, you know, taking us through dialogue sessions. So, I mean, it's been wonderful uh, connecting with you and Hida. And there's been a lot of learning for us all these days. I mean, I don't think I can even put it into words. Uh, we as an educational institution, you know, ITM group of institutions, which is now the ITM Skills University, has been in existence for more than three decades. And we have always been looking at how we uh, translate ourselves from, you know, being egoistic to creating an ecosystem for all our stakeholders. So dialogue has been 
a wonderful connect for us to bring into the campus, also bring in all our stakeholders. So the last couple of days, we have had sessions uh, with uh, the corporates, uh, with the principals of various colleges, and uh, also our students. So it's been, uh, I think, bringing all the stakeholders together, thanks to Hede. He has been uh, talking to all of them on the importance of dialogue and, you know, growing into that larger picture of where we could take all, the, all of us together in a collective manner and uh, build a better organization. So we moved from I love ITM to I am ITM. Mm, I love right. that. Actually, you, you have to know that they have actually literally those signs standing here on campus. So there's a big sign saying, I love ITM. And there's another sign that says, I am ITM. So um, that's, uh, that's beautiful. I, I have to step in because uh, when you mentioned that I love ITM, and there's another sign which I am ITM, that's somewhere hidden among the trees. Mm -hmm. Now, then he showed it to me. Uh, it didn't hit me how powerful that word was. You know, the last few days of being in this gentle space that he created for all of us made me realize, oh my God, if each one of us could actually say that, I am so, so, whole perspective changes. So, I, I, I'm thankful. Susan, I, I don't, if you remember last year, I think I just sent you a mail and I never thought this dream could come true. A uh, year and a half later. So, the universe seems to be conspiring for all good things to happen. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. And um, so, we talked a lot, and especially also in, the, in this last session, about the difference between doing and being. Mm. And what that has to do with, uh, with dialogue. And, and especially with the way we learn and the way we might be teaching. So I think that might be a good jump into dialogue and its uh, affiliation with education globally. And I'm just wondering how, uh, what's, what's your view on that? Well, I love the connection, actually. I am ITM linked to being and doing, right? Because there's not a difference. We're always being and we're always doing. So it's the from where piece. And if I come from that perspective or that energetic, I am ITM, and link that to some of the things around being and doing with regard to dialogue. It feels like a complete integration coming full circle in a way. Possibility. Yeah. That's what comes to mind, possibility. Absolutely. And one of the things that, uh, that came up, the topics of where we had some sharings uh, this week in one of the sessions, was actually the student and teacher relationship. Mm -hmm. So we often say that dialogue is all about relationships. And it's interesting that uh, you can actually ask yourself the question, who is the teacher and who is the student? And uh, so it was, it was interesting to have a dialogue around that topic and to see that it might shift, right, even in the classroom. And um, these two lovely people are into education. So maybe you can ex share a little bit about your own ex experiences in how that might shift during uh, during class. Mm -hmm. 
think for us, uh, we put the students on to a lot of experiential learning. And uh, so many things happen through teamwork. So the students get into projects where they have to work together. Uh, they have to bring in more creativity. Dialogue enables them to bring out their strengths. It makes the whole project more respectful. Uh, it makes it more, uh, uh, you know, trustworthy. I think all these values come out of dialogue. And for us as uh, facilitators or teachers, uh, we need to inculcate these values. And it actually subtly happens through dialogue. So I think dialogue can be one of the best pedagogies which we can use in the classroom. And uh, these are students who are budding leaders and they will get into the corporate and imagine if they can create the same culture in their organization. That's what I would like to say. Could I ask a question? How did you notice dialogue drawing out their strengths? Could you give an example of that? Uh, yes, we use dialogue uh, in our leadership lab. And we follow the circular pattern of sitting where the student faces one another. Uh, this also creates a very clear, transparent communication. You don't need to hide yourself. You can express yourself without fear, without anxiety. And that itself breaks the monotony or I would say the fear that comes into communicating with one another. So dialogue has brought that into the classroom. And uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, the expression has changed with dialogue. Nice. The expression is with more respect for one another, more listening to what others would want to convey instead of judging them directly and you know creating disharmony in the communication. There's more of peace, harmony, respect, a better culture that comes out of dialogue. Uh -huh. Would you say, because there's, there's one of the things, attributes we always say, uh, before you speak, there's a couple of things that you can become aware of. And what this reminds me of is uh, make sure that what you're saying is actually serves a group. And I think that's what you already uh, referred to, but it's a different dynamic in the classroom when you want to be the best in the classroom at cost of others, or you want to be the best classroom where everybody is involved. I think those are important elements that lead to dialogue. Yeah. Um, I would like to take on one of the things that you mentioned about the distance between the teacher and the student. Now this, we have faced a lot because uh, we are at a place where there's always a past uh, teacher for the state, but it's like, uh, almost like we are Worshipping, it's out of respect, but there is also fear. Uh, and what happens in a traditional classroom? That's like a teacher comes, delivers, it's a monologue. Uh, and the students also keep silent. And because if they feel that it is their job, like, okay, this teacher knows everything. So let her and we will listen. That's it. But over a period of time, we have been experimenting with inquiry-based uh, uh, classrooms. So you ask questions. At the end, it's not easy. It's been very challenging, in fact, to create that kind of space. So I remember one of the classrooms when I've given some uh, readings to the students, and I said, like, tomorrow we are going to have a dialogue on that. And these kids come back the next day, and they said, very sorry, ma'am, 
We have not been able to do the reading. And internally, I'm feeling so bad later. And that is in frustrating. And I'm almost in tears. And I stand in front of them and say, I, I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm feeling so sad. I feel like crying. Here you are. You're not able to read and come. So what are we going to eat? What are you here for? And I lose that silence for some time because I don't have words to say. I, I Actually, I never showed it to the students before. But that day was beyond everything. And there were a lot of things that I was holding on to and it all came out there. After a few minutes of silence, the students come and say, Ma'am, it's not about you. It's about the system. <laughs> Somewhere we are all... Yeah. And each and every one of them started opening up and they thought, see, this is a space that we all love about. What Lakshmi was talking about, we didn't love. Like, where people get to share their experiences. And, and I said, like, it, it's not that. Like, we are able to tell you that we have not read it. And that is actually something different from us. And, and so, oh my God, just by opening up like that, being vulnerable, if it could create a dialogue, then what else do we need? So it's been it's been a learning experience for us. That oh my gosh, that really strikes a chord, right? This idea of vulnerability. And then even linked to I love ITM, which could almost be uh, an external doing, if you will. And then you um, compare that, if you will, against I am ITM and how that just brings it right inside and it makes it very internal. So I, I have goosebumps right now because it's the vulnerability, right? That brings us all back together. It's like the deepest point of human connection when we can just express and be who we are, who I am in that moment and how it just opens the space for something new to emerge. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and I think through this different way of teaching, basically, uh, yes. I think we are teaching through experience, through yes. a way of being together with each other. And it's it will probably be more sustainable teaching, saying that when the experience is really felt inside, then when it, that's when it's when it's stuck. And when it won't leave you alone anymore. So you've really embedded it because you lived through the experience. And with that, one of the topics that came across uh, was also employability. Mm -hmm. So this is a necessary skill set, if you almost, uh, if, you, if you like, or a skill set, but even a way of being that we always uh, talk about that is required from uh, for future leaders. Or actually, we should have those leaders right now with these capabilities. Now that we're facing so many of these global challenges, this is an attribute that can really make a difference. And I think uh, when we talk about dialogue as a pedagogy of choice, this is what we are striving for. So the journey we stepped on uh, with both of you and ITM is really to see if through embedding by experience in the curricula of whatever course we are teaching, we are preparing the next generation for something that is so valuable in an ever-changing, fast-changing landscape that we are operating in as human beings. It's essential for us. I think it's one of your passions and visions of both of you to really embed that in uh, ITM group uh, institutions. And um, 
I think therefore it, it was thrilling to just be a part of the of almost the kickoff, if you like, uh, with bringing all of this together and seeing that uh, dialogue is is a way of being that actually proves through the experiences we had in the different sessions this week that it can make a difference, that uh, people can step in into that space no matter where you live. You know, even the, as, as the culture of India is completely different from the U.S. culture and, uh, and the European culture, this is almost like a, a universal kind of uh, wisdom that we can step into and, uh, and experience. I think it's critical. I think about employability and some of the things that I've been reading about anyway and how that links to what we often call, quote unquote, soft skills, right? These things like listening, vulnerability, empathy, communication even, and how those soft things are actually, to your point, Deepthi, your beautiful story, right? Quite challenging at times, really hard to, especially I think since the pandemic maybe, right? Where we were separated and isolated in ways that I think amplified some of the silos that already existed not just in education and business, but I'd say, you know, in, in the world. So this idea to be able to teach younger people and help them through an experience, be able to develop those different sorts of, I would offer not just skill sets, I would say, and mindsets as a way to kind of bring the horizontal and the vertical development together uh, to create a new reality through different ways of being uh, with one another moving forward. And in education, that's just a huge thing. Huge. It's very exciting. Yeah, it's great. And so we're, uh, I speak for both of us, I think we're tremendously grateful to have gotten you on our path uh, in, our, in our purpose of making dialogue mainstream around the world. And I think it fits right in to then kick off in an environment of education where we can start making a difference through experiences in different ways of learning and different ways of teaching. Absolutely. Any last words from, uh, from you? Um, I think I must add one thing that I could notice dialogue is humility. Feels around it and um, you're quite humble in your approach towards communication. That really works well especially when we are building leaders, you know, who can create that kind of a culture in their organizations. I'm really thankful to both of you, Susan and uh, Ite. Uh, we have been able to connect to a lot of corporates and a lot of institutions. And I think it, it's going to be a breakthrough because uh, uh, probably we are one of those first institutions to even spread the word of uh, Dialogues. You know, IT was going to take a lead in this and to talk to corporates and institutions about how important dialogue can be as part of one's life, part of one's family, organization, and can actually take you to great heights. Mm. So, thanks to both of you. Thank you, Deepthi. Any uh, things you want to share? Maybe, the last one because I always get to <laughs> <laughs> so much just left unsaid I think sometimes uh, uh, 
and no like you know this this is so beautiful because we have sown the seeds quite some time back and there's a lot of work that has gone into it now. but uh, we were wondering when it will start you know those uh, seeds start sprouting and somewhere that small leaves start coming up and now we are starting to see that around. and uh, in this journey like uh, another thing that comes up is like people often ask you uh, all these are things which are uh, it, it's there in the eastern tradition so what's new uh, we have so many people who have come and talked about it uh, for all of them i would say like uh, most of the time it's an understanding even for me like when i read their works and it's an understanding, but it doesn't translate into a state of being. And that makes a lot of difference. I, as a teacher, I, as a wife, as a mother, uh, what I bring to that particular relationship or the space, how that space can shift. And that I've seen with that. So I think this, this is one tool or a process which kind of brings East and West together. And this, it becomes universal. So powerful, and somewhere I'm so grateful. Like uh, Lakshmi and uh, my CEO, management, mm -hmm. they are all in that space here. They are talking about capacity building and like, moving towards this one, but not just for an institutional one, but for all of us. It's creating an ecosystem, and that makes a lot of difference. Uh, so, yeah, I I think I lost my words. <laughs> Yeah, before I uh, hand it back over to you, Susan, to, uh, to close, I think what struck me with what you were sharing, Deepti, uh, is the actual role of a teacher is to translate words into being is, I think it's beautiful. And I think yes. it captures the dialogue with the capital D in the essence. So um, with that, thank you so much for all your hospitality of the past 10 days. It's been an adventure. Uh, and another experience from uh, from India in uh, in my curriculum of life, and uh, it was it was beautiful, really amazing, and uh, yeah, I've enjoyed every single second of it. So thank you very 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 much. Over to you, Susan. Great, and from my side, just gratitude doesn't even express how I feel right now in my heart to be with you all and. For you all kicking things off there in a way that just feels so meaningful. And uh, deep that you mentioned that we planted seeds many, many moons ago. I'm using that word intentionally because it's not lost on me the timing of all of this. And I wanted to take a moment to congratulate your country for the recent landing on the moon um, for the yes. first time ever on the South Pole. And, and, and having hit it there during this amazingly exciting experience and moment and seeds being planted and all of these sorts of things. I think it's, again, it's not lost on me. This is not a coincidence that the timing was now. It's beautiful. You should have seen me in the moment. Actually, the landing was happening because I was at the airport in yeah. uh, Raipur and I was cheering along with all the Indian people that were just standing up, standing ovation was happening. They were really proud and started singing. And a lot was happening. So it's the proudness that you really feel in that moment. And uh, it's beautiful. Yes. It's electric. It's electric. That's another person out there that should also be thanking Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was my host and she's a dedicated uh, 
I would almost say, facilitator of, of dialogue in the region of Brightport. And uh, we will hear from her pretty, pretty soon. I will um, invite her to be a guest on one of our next podcasts. Beautiful. Well, well, again, family, hope, uh, doesn't get confused with Murti and Mohan, both are Lakshmi's. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been to a temple of Lakshmi also. So <laughs> I've heard. I see, together. actually. <laughs> <laughs> So this has just been so wonderful um, across so many miles. Thank you so much again for being willing to do this and inviting me to join. I've been thinking about you each and every moment of the day. And um, yeah, thanks for participating. This is Dialogue Creates, more than talk. And we will see you next time. Stay tuned. Thank you for participating with us. Please visit our LinkedIn page to share your thoughts, questions, and suggestions for future episodes. Remember to like us, share, and subscribe. Until next time, this has been More Than Talk.